Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And today's Word for the Day is found in Luke 24, verses 50 through 53. And it says this, And he led them out as far as Bethany, and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. While he blessed them, he parted from them and was carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and were continually in the temple, blessing God. So we're in that space in Eastertide where we remember the ascension of Jesus. Uh, Yesterday, Thursday, um, May 21st, was the Feast of the Ascension, and we'll actually be kind of in that frame of mind through Sunday, and then we begin to prepare for the Feast of Pentecost. So the ascension, of course, is when Jesus uh, left earth after 40 days of being risen, or 40 days after rising from the dead and being with his disciples, and went into heaven. And um, it's an event in the story of Jesus, but oftentimes folks wonder, what what does that have to do with my salvation? So um, in these verses, there's a phrase that says, Jesus was carried up into heaven. That's, That's really critical for getting what's going on and why it's so relevant to our lives. And the key to get into this, you've got to understand the the biblical or Hebrew way of understanding heaven and earth. We tend to understand it in what in a way perhaps you could call this a Greek way, although I would I wouldn't say want to um, be locked into that. But I think we tend to think, well, heaven is the place you go when you die if you have faith in Jesus. And my goal is to trust Jesus as Savior and Lord, live as a disciple, die, go to heaven, live there forever, and everything's good. Well. Really, that's not what the Bible teaches. Now, don't get me wrong. I think people who pass away, who are in the Lord, go to be with the Lord when they die. So that part of them that's not physical goes to be with the Lord. The scripture tells us that, and I think we can faithfully affirm that and believe that. But when the Bible talks about heaven and earth, and you hear the phrase over and over, here's what it's talking about. Earth is just a way of saying the space where people and animals and plants and, and you know, t- uh, physical, temporal stuff lives. Heaven is God's space where God and the, and the angels live, if you will. And <clears throat> the goal, that, well, let me say it this way. Heaven and earth, not these things really far apart. They're kind of nudged right up against each other. And in fact, they cross over. And all through the Bible, there's spaces where heaven and earth, God's space and our space cross over. The Garden of Eden was the first place. And then when sin came, we were banished from the garden. So God wants to restore that. Another place where heaven and earth cross over is at temples. It's in temples where the presence of God is. Not in the sense that God isn't literally present everywhere constantly, but that that manifest place where heaven and earth meet. And so Jesus comes, and one of the things he says about himself, interestingly enough, is he says, I'm the new temple. I'm going to replace that temple. I'm the place where heaven and earth meet. I'm the place where um, where God's space and our space come together. And that's actually God created us and all creation so that his space and creation will be fully enveloped with each other. So part of getting that done is Jesus gives his life, dies, rises from the dead, and then goes back into heaven. He didn't just ascend up into space. He was translated into that other space, but he was translated bodily. Get that? So heaven and earth have come together. 
in a way that they'll never come apart again in Jesus Christ. And we get to participate in that. You know, every Sunday, and if you pray this every day, you pray, um, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's God's purpose. That all of the created order that's seen, earth, falls under his will, his good and glorious will, in the same way that everything in God's space comes under his will. So that starts with Jesus, and then we enter into it as the church, and then we manifest that reality the way we live our lives, and then one day Jesus will return, and heaven and earth will fully come together. But the agent of that happening is Jesus. He came to bring heaven and earth together. He came to see God's will done on earth as it is in heaven. And he first did all that in himself. So that through his life, through his death, through his resurrection, and now through his ascension, heaven and earth have come together and we get to share in it. And that's a way to say really what it means to be a disciple. I'm a person who I'm seeking to let heaven and earth fully come together in me and then manifest that reality as a witness to the kingdom in my life until I go to be with the Lord and await the day of resurrection or Jesus returns and heaven and earth fully come together. That's at the heart of the meaning of the ascension. There are other important meanings and I'll probably come back to those in the coming days. But for today, be encouraged that one of the central meanings of Jesus ascending is that he ascended into heaven, <clears throat> into heaven, and through him, heaven and earth are brought together. Hey, have a blessed day. Take care.